You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 44. Welcome back to the podcast, my sweet friends. We are ready to go here for our third season. How awesome is that? Not only is this a new season, but today marks the one-year anniversary of the Hello Awesome Podcast. Yay! I could not have done it without all of your support, and I truly am thankful for each and every one of you that has been listening I really do appreciate you, and I'm just so thankful that God has allowed me to have this platform to share my heart with you. Please, if you haven't already, I would love to hear from you. Leave a five-star review and share why you love the podcast, or you can call our Hello Awesome voicemail box and leave a special voicemail, and I might put it on the podcast later on in a future episode. The number is 860-698-0027. And I really, really, really want you guys to send in those voicemails because this would be a really cool addition to our podcast this year. Now, here's a treat for you. I am talking to the lovely Griselda Flores today all about her modesty journey, especially during the high school years. Griselda opens up and shares the beauty in being a light through modest fashion. And she also has some encouraging words for anyone wanting to start sharing their modesty on social media. Guys, Griselda is the real deal. She is a perfect guest to kick off our third season. I love her energy. I love her heart. I love her soul. And I know that you will too. I cannot wait for you to fall in love with her like I do. So let's not wait anymore. Here is episode number 44 that I am calling Focus on the Goal with Griselda Flores. You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? Guys, I am beyond excited to tell you about a new feature that I am rolling out this year on the podcast, voice memos. That's right. If you've been listening and the Lord just has been blessing you, I'd love to hear about it. Also, if you have a question about anything that we have discussed on the podcast or about Hello Awesome in general, I want to know. So call 1-860-698-0027 to leave a voice memo that might be used on a future episode of the podcast. How exciting is that? Again, that's 1-860-698-0027 to connect to the official Hello Awesome Podcast voice mailbox. Leave some love or a question and keep tuning in because you might just hear yourself here on the podcast. Before we get to why you're here, let me share two special deals with you from some friends of mine. The Hello Awesome Podcast wants to welcome back our sponsor, Nuggles, for a new season. Through affordable, modest fashion, Nuggles aims to provide beauty with comfort. From dresses to slip skirts, modesty doesn't have to sacrifice style. Hello Awesome listeners can use the exclusive 10% discount code by using Hello Awesome 10 during checkout. Head to Nuggles.us to browse their full collection today. Again, that's N-U-G-G-L-E-S dot U-S to shop high quality products to add to your modest wardrobe today. Do you firmly believe that our relationship with Jesus should impact every part of our lives, including the clothes that we wear? 
We do too, and so do our friends over at The Modest Poppy. If you're ready for casual wear that's high quality for the modern Christian girl, use their special discount code TMP20 for 20% off your next order at themodestpoppy.com. You can be a witness for Jesus just by what you wear. So take advantage of these special offers from our incredible sponsors right now. Keeping great content and products coming takes not only time, but money. This got me thinking, how can I keep doing what I love, creating stuff you love, while also building a special program just for Hello Awesome's most loved supporters? Enter in Patreon. Patreon is an amazing website where I have put together an exclusive reward membership system. For as low as $2 a month, I will exchange your financial contribution with incredible benefits not found anywhere else. This includes bonus podcast episodes that haven't even been released yet, audio content, free digital copies of all of my books, current and future, beautiful phone wallpapers, an official Hello Awesome tote bag, and so much more. Just go to patreon.com backslash hello awesome. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash hello awesome to become a Hello Awesome Patreon today or click the link in the show notes. I appreciate you so much and just giving a little bit to Hello Awesome, you will receive so much exclusive content from yours truly. One more thing. Did you know my books, The Palace Keepers and The Glitter Effect, are available as an ebook and paperback on Amazon? That's right. Just search the titles and add them to your next Amazon order, and you can actually have one of my books in your hands in just a few days. Your support means the world to me. It really fills my heart, and it financially supports current and future Hello Awesome projects. Head to the show notes for a direct link to my Amazon author bio for more details. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. I am so excited that you are here because I have the lovely and graceful Griselda Flores. Griselda, I am so super excited to finally be chatting with you on the podcast today. I know we've been following each other on Instagram for a while now, and it's just so cool to actually speak with you because we are real people. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So can you please just take a minute to share who you are, what you do, and where people might know you from? Well, first of all, I'm so happy to be here. I was so thrilled whenever I saw your message. And honestly, ah, I just I have no words to express how happy I am. And well, I am a local real estate agent here in my city. And uh, I go to the Spanish church over here in Burlington, North Carolina, and um, I'm a Sunday school teacher at my church, and the kids is really where my heart is. Um, I've been involved in a couple of other ministries throughout the years, but honestly, anything with children, that's definitely where I belong, and I also have a YouTube channel, and I post vlogs, challenges, any video idea that I can think of, really, <laughs> it doesn't really have, like, you know, just only vlogs or stuff like that. And I'm also very active on my Instagram, um, at Gracie, and that's, that's where I post all of my modest outfits and just inspirations that I can, you know, think of. And I love sharing deals and discounts of just anything that I can find 
you know, outfits, glasses. I also love posting um, about my puppy pug, Paco, on my stories. He's just the cutest. That does pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome that you have a YouTube channel and an Instagram that you have the freedom to just share what you want. And I love your content. It's so refreshing. I just get a big smile on my face whenever I see a picture with your beautiful smile. And it's like, you can just sense like your fun personality. And I love that about you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know for myself how, you know, kind of crazy um, I was when I wanted to start, you know, Hello Awesome and do things on Instagram and I wanted to know like yes you share a lot about modest fashion and lifestyle inspiration which I love and we need more of and I want you to just walk us through what's the beginning look like for you when you wanted to share that with other people all right so where to start um my Instagram journey as a modest fashion account kind of just happened um, a few years ago, I posted a video on my YouTube channel. On, uh, the title was Why I Wear Skirts. And honestly, I didn't know that it was going to get so many views. I, the, uh, I checked today, and I think it's almost at 55,000 views. And, uh, and, you know, for that topic on Why I Wear Skirts, I feel like it's very, it's very cool that so many people are interested in that. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's so many girls commenting on there, like, you know, they were relating to my story because I shared, I guess, like my, my story on how I started wearing skirts and why I do it and how my high school experience was, you know, being an apostolic girl. And so many girls were relating to that. So I just thought that was pretty cool, but I didn't do really anything after that. I just kind of, you know, let it go. And years went by, and um, I was going through a very hard time in my personal life. And, you know, I just wanted to focus my pain and just on something else, just, you know, not think about what I was going through and just focus um, something positive or, or something that could help. And so dressing modestly or just wearing skirts or just, um, you know, sharing my testimony on how or why is it that I wear skirts is, is it's a passion of mine. And I love talking to like new girls coming into church and, you know, they, they ask like, Hey, how, how is it that you did it? Um, and just, you know, I love sharing my testimony. And so I wanted to focus on something else other other than just, you know, what I was feeling, all the, all the pain that I was feeling. And so I just, I went ahead and I shared a, an outfit on my Instagram. And, uh, um, and then I shared another and another and another. And then I was getting messages on my DMs and, Girls were commenting like, "Hey, um, where did you get this?" Or I'm, you know, I'm going through the same thing, or just little comments like that. And so that's when I, I was like, "Okay, like, there's something here. There's, there's a group of girls that need someone 
that could help or or maybe just to talk to someone on how I did it and if I can do it they can do it and so um really that's just how it started girls were reaching out girls who were struggling you know even like daughters of pastors were messaging me like hey I'm I'm going through this and my dad is a pastor I don't know how to um because the main issue was that not that they um they they didn't want to wear a skirt it's just they didn't have a reason or they didn't really understood why which is kind of shocking so I think we need to educate and just teach girls on the reason why we do it we don't just do it just you know, to look cute. There's a reason why, and that it's you know, it's 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 something that God wants us to do. So honestly, that's just how it started. I just I posted a video on on YouTube a while ago, years ago, and then I was going through something hard, and I just wanted to focus on something else other than that, and I just posted my outfits on Instagram. Wow, that's really incredible. And honestly, like hearing that is just a relief, I think, to other people listening, because I bet we've all had those feelings of why am I even doing this? And then we feel guilty for thinking that way. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. there's probably girls out there who like just don't talk to people because they feel right. like ashamed that they don't know when they probably you know, see other people and they might feel like, well, I should know, but I don't, but they like, don't talk about it. So, right. And right. And I think it's so important to speak up because we don't want to do something and not know why we're doing it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like following it blindly. Right. And I think too, with something like that, I know for my journey, I wasn't brought up in church. So like I know why and I feel like um sometimes if you have been in the environment all your life it's hard to know why because it's just part of your life every day right mm-hmm. it's not um it's not really saying it's your fault it's just sometimes sometimes people assume that you know things or that you should know right. things when you just weren't really taught right and it becomes like a norm something yeah. that you do you know, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I bet when you were first posting, you were probably super nervous as most of us are. <laughs> I know a lot of conversations I have with guests is um, when we're talking about starting any sort of new thing, it's scary. And I want to know, well, you just actually share with me that people messaged you. So you got that response from people outside of like the norm, you know, outside of, let's say your close circle, when you were posting, you had people um, sending you messages and things like that, that were not local and that didn't really know you, but how was the response of people like close to you? How did they feel about all of a sudden seeing Griselda, like looking like a model over there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, where to start? <laughs> um, you know, at first it was fun. Um, people didn't really seem to mind, uh, but you know, once I started getting a following, and I I think this is maybe for everyone. But once you start getting a following, you feel like you have to post more frequently, 
and you have to be more creative, you know, and, and I think that's when it became an issue with certain people here in, you know, people that I know in person, not everybody, of course, you know, people till this day, they come up to me and they're like, Hey, that outfit was really cute. Where did you get it from? Or, Hey, your caption really, you know, it touched me, you know, things like that. And, and everybody can have their own opinion about me. And, um, but some people, they just see it as more of a vanity type of thing. Um, you know, someone, so they weren't gossiping, but someone came up to me and they shared with me that a group of people thought that I thought that I was better than them just because I was posting more or just because I was getting a following and that and some people even say that I only care about likes and comments and things like that, you know, that maybe I need to stay away from Instagram. <laughs> but, you know, they don't they don't see it the way I see it. And and just because they have an opinion or just because they think differently of me, it doesn't make them a bad it doesn't make them bad people. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And I I have to say that to myself and just kind of guard my heart from those opinions because if, if we if we let it get to us or if I let it get to me definitely um, it can build some bitterness and just resent me again or resentment against them and it's just something to stay away from because once you get bitterness into your heart that's just it's just messy and you don't want to deal with that. Nobody wants to deal with that because mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it's just messy. But definitely um, people, um, people now still, you know, they don't see it the way I see it, but everybody can have their own opinion. And just because they say something, it doesn't make, it doesn't make it a reality for me. Yeah. Yeah. I get that too. And I think anytime that you have some sort of, influence um you know with an audience somewhere doesn't matter how big there's always going to be people thinking that you're doing it for attention or you're doing it for like other reasons but I just know like for me like with writing it was kind of the same thing like I had people that were really supportive and I had some really hard like times when um people close to me they didn't know like why I was doing what I was doing and I just knew God wanted me to do it and even up until like last year there was some like kind of harsh comments you know actually probably a couple months ago (laughs) uh to be real um with people that I love and that are close to me and um you know it did shake me a little bit because I knew what I knew like I knew what God was showing me and like I, the same thing. I got messages from people saying, "Hey, like when you said this that day, I literally was praying about that scripture," or like I got your book and I was reading your book and it just like changed my mind about something. Like, and that to me is a God thing. Yeah. Like that's not me. So yeah, it's like it definitely makes it def- difficult. And uh, that kind of leads me to the next question: is like if somebody wanted to start something new even though they're nervous about it and they're nervous about what people think, how can they like do that? Even if they're scared, like how can they start? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
anything new really is scary. Um, and I feel like that's completely normal. You know, the unknown is scary, but we just have to push ourselves and really just, you know, keep our mind, keep ourselves focused on what the goal is. And, um, and if you have people being negative or they don't see it the way you see it, as long as you are in line with God, honestly, it, it, it doesn't really matter what the other people are saying. You know, you just have to push yourself. Last year, I went skydiving, and it was scary. <laughs> um, but, you know, before you know it, I was there. I was booking my, my, my jump, and they strapped me in all of their safety wear. And then before I knew it, I was already back on the ground, you know. And now I, I, I can't wait until, um, you know, I go skydiving again. And, and whenever you are, I guess, afraid of something, to start doing something new, you just have to focus. So we often focus on what other people think of us. And I know I did at the beginning. And, like, how you said that you, you had close friends that, you know, they, they were supportive and then, you know, later on they weren't. That hurts. But you just have to keep your mind focused, know what the goal is. The goal is to bring others to the light. And if you're doing that and if that's your goal, then just go for it. Don't worry about the judgment. Don't worry about what other people are thinking or saying about you. You know the truth. You know who you are. And you have God on your side. So, you know, just have faith. Pray that God will bring peace in your heart and that the judgment won't take over your heart. And just have peace of mind and just go for it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you think being criticized and judged is a big reason why most people don't try new things? Definitely. I think sometimes we want to stay in our comfort zone where we are liked by everybody because we're just right there. We're in our little spot where we don't feel pain, where we don't feel or hear or see any judgment you know, coming our way, and, you know, we just, we just have to get out of that comfort zone, that's where we will grow, that's where uh, we will learn, and really this, this applies to anything, you know, praising God freely, just like David did, you know, wearing skirts at school, where you might be the only apostolic girl, you know, you'll have other girls, you know, staring at you and not understanding why is it that you wear a skirt, you know, but don't, don't let the judgment, don't let um, the fear of people criticizing you to, to be an example, to wear your skirt proudly at school, to start a, you know, a modest fashion and account. If, if something makes you happy, and, and like I said before, and you are with God, and, and, and it's, if it's not hurting anyone, go for it. You know, just do it. And, 
you know, when I when I started wearing skirts to school, because I, I wasn't really raised in the apostolic doctrine. I I started coming to church when I was in eighth grade. So it was like the last few days of eighth grade. So the whole summer, it was pretty much me getting to know the church, getting to know God, getting to know why is it that people wear, you know, or the ladies at church wear skirts. Why is it that we don't cut our hair? I was getting to learn all of that during the summer. So whenever, um, you know, I went back to school my freshman year, I didn't feel I didn't feel ready to start wearing skirts. I didn't feel ready for that just yet, but I wanted to. I was just too afraid of what people were going to say. Look at her, you know, she she's wearing a skirt and this and that. So so I didn't. Um, and so the whole school year, you know, I had my friends and this and that. But I was still going to church, and I was still learning more, and I was getting full of the Holy Ghost with just knowledge of who I I needed to be to please God. Mm -hmm. And so that summer came again, summer from my freshman year to sophomore year, and that's the summer that everything changed for me. Um, You know, I was... I was debating whether going to back to school with skirts or pants, and it, and it was so much like it was challenging me so much that I was having I was having nightmares of um, basically just me going to school in pants and then freaking out and going back home back going back home and changing into a skirt and then going back to school in a skirt and it was just back and forth pretty much, and so. I woke up that day and I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to wear my skirt to school. And so that's what I did on my first day of sophomore year. I was wearing this black long skirt. (laughs) I had no fashion sense at all. I was wearing this, um, I think it was an orange top and a black, um, uh, long black skirt. And it was kind of like Halloween colors, <laughs> but you know, I felt I felt that I was I was pleasing God because I was wearing a skirt, and that's what He wanted to, for me to do. And so, my prayer that summer and till this day, my prayer is that God will baptize me with boldness, so I can stand for His truth. That I would walk, you know, those hallways when I was in school. With that, I would that I would walk those hallways with my head lifted up, knowing that I was a daughter of the Almighty King, and that, you know, and even though this may sound funny, I would tell myself every single day when I was in school, I am a princess, God is my king, I know the king, and honestly, that's really what got me through school, Um, you know, from having my friends, from, you know, the previous year, freshman year, having my friends kind of, you know, walk away from me because I was changing my ways, you know. I was changing who who I was to someone who it was more pleasing to God. And even, like, I had this girl come up to me a few weeks after, you know, everybody was seeing the difference in me. 
um, I had a girl come up to me and she was like, hey, so I heard that you're becoming a nun. Is that true? <laughs> oh, I thought it was so funny. <laughs> and so I was like, that's great. Yeah, I am. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, you know, that was that was a few years ago. It's been a while since I left, you know, since I graduated high school. So but that question stuck with me um, till this day, you know, mm -hmm. that they were like, you know, I said, true that you're becoming a nun. And and then it's, it's not like in a negative way, but more of a, once you're changing the way that you are, and people don't know, you know, oh, she's becoming an apostolic. Oh, she's a daughter of God. They don't know that. They, they'll just kind of see what the world is. And like they, they think of a nun whenever they see someone maybe wearing like a long skirt or something, you know? Yeah. So, that that was her idea, but basically just ask God to baptize you with fullness, to do what He wants you to do. If you have God on your side, no judgment will keep you down. Just be strong. Ask God to help you through it, and honestly, everything will work out at the end. I love that. Thank you for sharing that story because there are probably some girls out there who are in school and are thinking the same things that you were thinking and I can't even imagine because I was saved around like 22 so I was out of high school for a while and I I even saw like how my friends being like a young adult and they weren't sure like why I was changing but um yeah school brings a whole other uh dynamic to it because you're seeing these people every day and they knew you before and now you're mm -hmm. changing and i think we kind of we kind of know like as we get older we'll be changing and doing things so it's not as i shouldn't say it's not as difficult but it's not as like a um, a thing like when you're younger like and you're vulnerable and growing like when right. you having so many like emotions changing and then our bodies are changing and you know mm -hmm. all this. and we want to be friends with everybody we want friends yeah. to, to like us and things like that yeah right mm -hmm. and it's just so much um in our minds already that like you throw in like just something as small as changing one clothing that you're wearing like one piece of clothing and that's what got me is like just seeing how people reacted just because like I didn't wear pants anymore that's like just their reaction is bigger than what I just did like you know what I mean like yeah. I just changed I'm just changing into a skirt but to them it was like wow like that's a huge yeah. deal and it is a huge deal it really is, it is. It really is when you boil down to it. But like the actual action of what I was doing <laughs> at the time didn't seem like that big of a deal. But people do see it and they do try to process it, like you said, in their own way. They don't really understand our church words. They don't understand what when we say like we're the daughter of the king, they're like, who are you talking about? Like they don't understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. I love what you said of you spoke to yourself every day. I think that's important. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the affirmation and it's okay to do that. Cause I think we do need to encourage ourselves 
So that brings me to wanting to know in your own words, what does modesty mean to you? Okay. Well, modesty for me means more than what we wear on the outside. Um, modesty really starts on the inside. It starts in your heart. Modesty is what we wear, you know, on the inside. Bitterness, resentment, jealousy, gossip, <laughs> unkindness. Um, shouldn't be, if, if I could call it garments, shouldn't be garments that we have in our hearts. Uh, we should really guard and protect our hearts more than, you know, more than what we care about, what we wear on the outside. And not because it's not important, but because when we start guarding our heart, our heart will desire to dress in a way that it's pleasing to God. And we'll want to treat others in a godly way, which is all part of being modest. Our speech, our actions, and how we dress, it's all important. It's like a package. Once you start having a clean, pure heart, it's almost like automatically, you know, the way that you think, the way that you talk to your friends, to, to a stranger, and most importantly, to a stranger, you know, because you can be nice and all of that to to a close one, someone that you love, but how how are we how are how are we talking to our coworkers, our friends at school, to to the waitress, you know, at a restaurant? How how are we talking to them? So I feel like that's all all a part of being modest. How we how we treat others and how we treat ourselves. Being modest is just, you know, it's, it's a fruit of having the Holy Ghost. It's, it's important. Absolutely. I love how you said that, how modesty is a fruit of having the Holy Ghost. I think that is very true. And I think that's super important for us to remember is it's something that we can continue striving for. And if we feel like we're still struggling, it's okay. We can get better at it. Mm -hmm. And we just have to keep trying. And like you said, like remind ourselves that we are just pleasing God through it. And hopefully that will help us get past any judgments that we think people are, you know, feeling or anything that we think, you know, are trying to um, hinder us from doing that. So I want you to, you know, think about how like you used to feel like battling, like, do I wear a skirt? Do I not? Like when you were going to school and I want you to think of like a girl who loves Jesus and she loves modest fashion and maybe she is in school and she might be having a hard time with that. Um, but like she wants to share it with the world, but she's just too afraid of what people are going to say or think. And, you know, maybe she wants to start a channel, but she's just like frozen because she's so nervous and She's probably overthinking everything. So what is your advice to her? Uh, definitely, if you, want to, um, you know, if you want to start a YouTube channel or an Instagram account sharing your love for Jesus, I said go for it. <laughs> it's not hurting anyone. Go for it. Do it. And, but if you're struggling, you know, just, just pray that whatever you do, whatever you decide to do, that it will bring someone closer to God. 
um, once we once we put ourselves out of the equation and just focus on always bringing someone closer to God, I think the way that we see things will change, and it's more of a soul winning kind of mentality. And if you're a soul winner, there's nothing that can get you down. You will do whatever it takes. And you know, like social media now, um, you know, of course, think times are changing. You know, back when you know, Peter and Paul and all of the disciples, you know, they didn't have social media. So they had to go door to door, you know, city to city. We have social media now. You know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't go to other countries and, you know, go to our, na our neighborhood and talk to people about Jesus. I'm not saying that. I think we definitely have to do that. It's, it's important. But there's other ways, other resources that we can take You know, just like we can put an ad on the newspaper. Hey, come visit our church for Easter. Or, hey, we're having this huge family event at our local episode church. Come join us. You know, there's just how they can do that. Just the same way that we can post an ad on the newspaper. We can do that on any social media. You know, some people, like, you know, that quote that says, and I'm not really sure how the quote goes, but something like, Some people don't read the Bible. They they read the Bible by reading you, something like that. <laughs> But you know, like if you if you have a godly lifestyle and you want to share that with others, go for it. You know, you're you could be helping a girl that is struggling and and is so afraid of telling a friend or someone that they can trust, and they're afraid that they're struggling. Um, you know how we've been hearing all about depression and suicide and all of that pretty, you know, lately, you know, by reading your post, you don't know how you can be helping them. So just, just have a soul winning mentality. Um, don't be afraid of what people might say or think about you. You know what the goal is, and that's to reach someone out there. Um, just pray that your post would, will encourage someone And just bring them closer to God because that's the end goal. You know, we need to just be ready for when God comes back. And uh, basically, that's, that's, that's the main goal in this whole, you know, lifestyle of going to church and being a Christian. That's the end goal, making it to heaven. And when we make it to heaven, we don't want to go alone. You know, we want to bring at least one friend with us. And if your, if your post can reach, a girl out there that is struggling, why somebody else's judgment is stopping you. So just, you know, just, just pray and ask God to, like I was praying back in high school and till this day, ask God to baptize you with boldness. And, you know, people's opinion doesn't define who you are. Okay, God defines who you are and you're special. You are amazing. You are a daughter of the King. And so, I said, just go for it. Oh, my goodness. That was great, Griselda. That was amazing, everything that you just said. I feel like when you were speaking, you were like the older sister or like the wise cousin, <laughs> yes. the wise cousin at the sleepover that we're all like gleaning like wisdom from. Like, <laughs> oh, I need to I, hear you, you know, talk more. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't have any sisters. I have two brothers. 
and I always wanted a sister. And I, and I'm the oldest out of all of my cousins. So they all come up to me and they're like, I'm dealing with this. And sometimes I feel like, you know, like, I just want to tell them, like, girl, let's go to the prayer room right now. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, sometimes you just need to be human with them and not over-spiritualize everything. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, you just, you just have to get to their level and just say no, normal words. Just go for it. Do what makes you happy. As long as you are good with God, girl, just do it. <laughs> Just go for it, you know. Don't let nobody and nothing stop you. And um, um it's just I I needed an older sister <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> Definitely. Well, I love that. I love that God brings us together into His family. That we have more sisters than we could handle. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> well. Griselda, it's been such a pleasure having you on the podcast. I truly am proud of what you're doing. I'm proud of the voice that you're using. Honestly, you are a light on social media, and I'm so thankful for you. Please share with everybody listening how they can follow you online. Of course. Um, you can find, and thank you so much for your kind words. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at Gracie, and that's G. R-I-S-I-E-E, -E, Gracie. And my link to my channel, my YouTube channel, it's on my bio, so you can just find it there. But if not, it's YouTube, or you can just search Griselda Forest. It's easier. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time and being with us today. It was a pleasure. I'm so honored to, to be here and talking to you. It's been fun. <laughs> I love it. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries? It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. To learn more about Hello Awesome, head to HelloAwesomeMinistries.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.